Disclaimer. This episode of the Dr. Cutris podcast has mentions of self-harm and suicide. Listener discretion advised. Did you know that PMS symptoms can even make you suicidal? Soch mein pad gaye? Behtareen. That is the point of this new podcast. We want to make you think. Think about the world, think about your body and think about science. My name is Dr. Tanya, you might know me better as Dr. Cutris and welcome to the Dr. Cutris podcast. And in today's special episode, we have with us Dr. Isha Chainani. Dr. Isha is a gynecologist based out of Mumbai who runs a social media account called Prema Health aimed at helping pregnant people and women of all ages with their gynecological questions. Isha today will be talking with us all about PMS and answers all of the questions we've had about it plus gets into the dark side of PMS and we will be talking about PMDD too. Hi Isha, welcome to the podcast. Hello, hello. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for being here. Um I want to start with like a very simple question. What do you do? Okay. So I'm a gynecologist and I also started a non-profit called Prema that helps pregnant women get more access to life-saving information for pregnancy and contraception that can eventually help save their lives and help reduce maternal mortality. I love that. So you're super passionate about what you do. Yes. Now, how I stumbled upon your work was also from discussions of PMS and PMDD. Normally we're just like happy and chatting and ha ha hi on this podcast, but this is, you know, such a intense topic and there's such a serious lack of information around it. Um how often do you see people with like pretty intense PMS? Let's discuss PMS first. Yeah, I think first of all I'm very happy that we're discussing this because it's made a lot of fun of, it's trivialized a lot. So a lot of times most discussions with PMS are ha ha he he kind of conversations and especially with pop culture and all of these teen movies things like that it becomes very very like a joke and oh you're PMSing or oh she's on her period she crazy but um it's very real and i think a lot of us don't realize how real it is so statistics say that 3 out of 4 women experience pms in their lives oh wow so pms is a very real thing then it's a very real thing it's a very common thing and again depending on how bad it is or how severe it is a lot of times different people also react to pain differently that doesn't mean that if you and i are feeling the same pain and i am finding it more painful that doesn't mean that there's something wrong with me it's yeah. just that we need to address that pain yeah. as equally as we address anything else absolutely i i i i find it very important because you know we discussed this we've discussed this on this podcast before as well with dr deepthi uh women's pain often tends to get diminished minimized actively uh, in some way and pms is a very good example of it because like you mentioned pms is just made fun of and it's like uh, what is it um, if anybody's ever angry yeah, are you pmsing so what causes like why do we have pms how how do these changes come about in the body and what are the most common symptoms like what is pms that way So PMS basically is premenstrual syndrome. So that b- means that we have symptoms like stomach cramps, bloating, sometimes breast tenderness, 
mood swings changes in you know your body sometimes you gain a little bit of weight as well sometimes um you have gi issues so some people may experience diarrhea some people may have constipation all of these things sometimes a little bit of anxiety can also increase we have a lot of these symptoms that come in and this myriad of symptoms together is called pms and when does one experience this now this happens around your period a lot of times it can start up to even a week before your period and go on till the duration of your period and sometimes it can last even a little bit beyond that oh wow okay and what are like the common like how do how do i know that my pms is like oh yeah this is normal pms this is physiological this is something that will happen inevitably because you know you're going through periods when do i know that this is alarming and i need to see somebody this is not normal you know this is something that's so subjective mm-hmm. again a lot of times as you mentioned how women's pain was minimized so were a lot of these symptoms mm-hmm. you know even with menopause yeah. it's just it's normal it happens to everybody but that doesn't mean that everybody has to suffer through it even it's the same with pms you know it may happen as we said to 3 out of 4 people or almost everybody some people may have symptoms that are bad some people may have symptoms that are manageable at the end of the day that is something that can only be decided by you so if it interferes with your daily life if it causes a lot of change where you cannot go about your daily activities i would say that is severe pms and needs to be addressed excellent so i i believe that should be helpful for people to understand because you know it's so difficult when <laughs> what is normal and what is not normal it can be so difficult to even find out for yourself what doesn't feel normal and um, pms often can be so disturbing for so many people like so many people get so concerned about breast tenderness you know they come with breast pain they come to the hospital very very often what are the more common complaints you see in the hospital when people complain with pms or like dysmenorrhea if you want to get into that as well so actually the most common thing is dysmenorrhea which is the cramps um a lot of the back pain yeah. a lot of thigh pain um tiredness fatigue i think those are the most common ones uh, and also those are the most overlooked ones because you're just expected to have these issues because you're on your period and it's just like ha ye to hona hi hai na like you're on your period itna to hona hi hai and uh, you know a lot of even cramps mm-hmm. a lot of people believe that you just should suffer through them that is so horrid nobody says that about a headache no ki headache ki dawai kha li to uh, i don't know infertility infertility ho jayegi see the anything that makes women comfortable this just i go off on a tangent again every time i talk about this but everything that is there for women's comfort is just like infertility uterus sook jayega flow band ho jayega are flow kam ho raha to achhi baat hai na <laughs> your horrible horrible period feels a little bit better how is that a bad thing and um very often you know these pms symptoms can be seriously affecting your mood for example you can feel extremely like cranky which is often the joke cranky irritable um exhausted mentally lethargic how, how does all of this happen like what causes pms 
So what causes PMS and we don't really even know mm-hmm. for sure this is the cause but it's something to do with our hormones mm-hmm. and how our body reacts to it. Mm-hmm. Now I think what we've come to realize is every individual reacts to even your own hormones very differently. Yeah. Now when we have the menstrual cycle it's a very delicate uh, up and down of hormones like progesterone and estrogen which then trigger other hormones like LH and FSH and it's a it's a bunch of hormones working in like a very intricate dance in that sense mm-hmm. to make your menstrual cycle mm-hmm. during your period or just around your period these hormones are in a higher amount which then get converted sometimes into these PMS symptoms. So that's why we kind of figure that some people are reacting to it. Some people are not. Some may have no symptoms. Mm -hmm. Some may have all of the terrible symptoms. So we don't know why it affects exactly which person in what way. But Mm -hmm. we do know that it is because of the hormonal changes. That's very interesting. And um, like I mentioned, the, the anxiety and the stress and all of that. For a lot of people that goes beyond like normal feelings of moodiness, normal feelings of like something's not right. And I want you to hold on to that thought because I feel like that's a whole different discussion. It's a it's a very big discussion. So let's take a quick break and then come back and then we'll talk about PMDD. So, you know, all of these horrible, horrible things that some people feel. I, for example, get super nasty and super irritated uh, right around the time of my PMS. I just feel like everybody's out there to get on my nerves. But, you know, what gets on my nerves even more is the fact that people mock it. Like, it's not like you're going through something debilitating that you can't control. It's it's some sort of a joke. Have you seen that? It's crazy. Like, people make these reels about, oh, my girlfriend's crazy because she's on her period yeah. and she turns into like a rabid dog because I haven't gotten her food or because because I didn't get her something she didn't like or it just becomes such a big thing and it's a very easy way to kind of paint us as crazy yeah and a lot of times your opinion is not even taken for it's just like okay she's on her period maybe she's on her period or you lose your temper at something and this actually happened to me where I was getting very upset at uh, somebody and in in a way I felt was very right because they had really messed up Mm -hmm. and all I got was, oh, are you just on your period? Oh my God, I hate it when people do that. And I was like, look at the problem. It has nothing to, first of all, do with my period. Second of all, even if I was on my period, that does not mean that I'm yelling at you because I'm on my period. It's, I think that is the worst part about PMS. It's it's so patronizing and infantilizing. Like I am somebody who's unable to, con- that's the implication. Obviously, I I, I do understand that sometimes people are genuinely saying it in jest, but what it makes me feel when somebody's saying that to me is like, ah, tum to be ho, tum se to emotion control nahi hota hai. Tumara hormone ho ge, to tum se emotion control nahi ho That's why you're behaving irrationally. Exactly. Like everything is just like hormonal problem, hormonal oh. women, hormonal everybody. I think that becomes more scary. So we don't want to even talk about it. So even if you do have like a bad mood or, you know, you have sometimes even like a 
very low mood yeah. or you're having a lot of these mood swings a lot of times you're just like i don't want to even talk about it i don't want to acknowledge it yeah the minute you say it, they'll be like hey it's got the pms chal raha hai it's annoying how much of bad light it paints us in like you know like we are not capable of taking care of ourselves and our emotions i hate that but actually since we're talking about that are there any treatment options available legitimately for people who struggle with bad pms So there are a lot of things that we can do for and a lot of them are either alternative medicine or even medicine but I think if we don't acknowledge it we we don't know what we can do so for things like dysmenorrhea which is period pains and cramps of course we have painkillers which so are many pain completely killers. safe i have to say this um they absolutely safe they do not cause any of these side effects that you've been told abuse these painkillers there will be kidney and stomach damage but in in when taken in normal amounts for normal period pain It's fine to take. Please just take it and don't put yourself through that pain. Sorry, yes, go on. Yes, no. And if anybody ever tells you that it causes all of these symptoms, not not symptoms, but if it causes infertility mm-hmm. and dries up your uterus, you know, just do one thing. Ask them how does it do that. Because nobody them, knows how it does that. <laughs> Because it doesn't exist. Everyone's just like, oh, it causes infertility. How does it cause infertility? What method does it cause infertility? I want to know. I love it. And then people complain about it, na? That usse usse blood flow kam ho jata hai. Like that's somehow yeah. a bad thing. Blood no, flow kam hona toh great hai na? No, but how? Achalo ho bhi raha hai. Man liya. Hypothetically, man liya. Blood flow kam ho jayega. Ho usse toh flow no, kam no, ho jayega. No, no, because then they say, because I've heard this. Then they say that blood flow kam hota hai, toh baad mein fertility thik nahi hota hai. Everything is tied to your ability to reproduce children. No, but still, like women have no you. other ambition in life yeah. other than to have children. The Arey only yaar. way to get at this is to ask them how. How will the blood flow reduce? <laughs> Tell me how. I want to know what mechanism it takes for this blood flow to reduce. <laughs> so, and uh, what else can we do for PMS other than yeah. like for the period cramps? Um. So again, for backache, sometimes for insomnia also, we look at giving magnesium. Mm-hmm. We do look at a lot of supplementation. Sometimes for breast tenderness, we look at vitamin E. Um. You know the lot of things that we can do sometimes if it really gets very bad um and you do have debilitating pms uh, birth control pills which yeah. are oc pills are a very very valid and very very useful option that um you know we have to talk about because i think oral contraceptive or birth control pills have the worst rep in the history of medications yeah and honestly in the history of medications they one of one of the pretty most safe ones yeah and most miraculous exactly and there have been research studies done on millions of women over the last 30 to 50 years so it's not unfounded that if it is safe uh, the fda would not have approved it across the world uh if it wasn't safe and yes this is one of the indications of taking oral contraceptive pills is very bad pms that yeah. cannot be controlled is very well managed by absolutely. taking absolutely uh extreme period pain extreme period flow pms pmdd all of these things that can be so beautifully helped with by uh, ocps and like you mentioned they have some of the worst reputations in the world and i do appreciate that some people have side effects to one kind of ocp in that case we have to remember that this is something i want like everybody to sort of really drill in their heads is that 
OCPs are like antibiotics. Just because azithromycin doesn't work for you doesn't mean all antibiotics are bad. Exactly. There's different variations, there's different formulations, there's different dosages and the newer yeah. ones are getting so And the very low dose, the new yeah. ones are very, very low dose pills. They are mimicking the body hormones. Uh, you know, so I think it's getting safer and safer. Symptoms, side effects are getting lesser and lesser to almost minimal side effects yeah. at this point point and the best part about this is if it doesn't agree with you if you are having any side effects all we have to do is stop it and go to a new one because exactly. there's so many different kinds exactly it's not like a permanent <laughs> problem all we have to do is stop switch change your dosage change even the method of you know what we're doing all of those things are wildly possible <laughs> i think um ocps need a new pr firm on their end <laughs> Okay so let's talk about the big elephant in the room maybe not the elephant in the room because nobody knows the name of this elephant except very few people who are in this industry let's talk about pmdd what is pmdd okay i think this is something that i'm so glad we're talking about because mm-hmm. a lot of times even a lot of medical professionals are not very comfortable or really know the terms okay. so well yeah because again a lot of things we have to know is science keeps building and growing and changing and we're discovering new things every time so pmdd is premenstrual dysphoric disorder which basically means very very bad pms with a lot of mental health issues that are caused during or around your period in mm-hmm. a very very simplified manner yeah. so if you have things like unbearable mood swings if mm-hmm. you have severe depression to the point of suicidal thoughts mm-hmm. if you have very severe anxiety sometimes panic attacks um all of those things during or around your period which then gets progressively better mm-hmm. at the end of your period mm-hmm. and then disappears completely and then comes back when you're around your next period that is then caused pmdd or premenstrual dysphoric disorder That sounds horrid. That it sounds is horrid. Absolutely awful. And it's really not uncommon. Yeah. Yeah. How how common is it? I think it's about ten percent of wow of PMS uh, sufferers. Was, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is an incredibly large number for a condition that even doctors. Yeah. I mean, I didn't learn about PMDD until like. Two or three years ago, and I did medical school. My mom's a gynecologist. Like, how do we not know? Th- how do we not discuss this? Even in our gynecology textbooks, yeah, PMDD is one paragraph. So is vaginismus. Yeah, it's that's it. It's one paragraph. I did a lot of research on PMDD and how to actually look at managing it, all of that. So I had a patient that walked in when I just started practicing, mm-hmm. and she said, "You know, a lot of people may not believe me. I've been to a bunch of doctors. I don't know what to do. I know something's wrong, but I don't know. So, so I, you know, can you just hear me out?" I said, "Of course." And she said that during my period or around my period. 
period i just feel very depressed i feel very sad mm-hmm. um you know i have end of life thoughts at some point mm-hmm. i'm otherwise not sad there is nothing wrong in my life after that after my period after i'm done with my period i feel much better yeah. and once i get to the time of my next period again i start having these thoughts and then i get so anxious just thinking about this she was just like i don't know what to do but i know something's wrong i looked online um i googled it and you know it 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 says pms or you know i'm i'm depressed and she just said i don't know what's wrong and i don't know what to do yeah and that really got me thinking mm-hmm. because if someone comes to you in a situation like that you yeah. know that something's wrong and you yeah. do know that you do need their help and yeah. of course the first thing i said was are you seeing a therapist are mm-hmm. you seeing a psychologist all of these things mm-hmm. and she said yes i'm seeing a therapist but it's happening only during my periods and the first thing i could think of was what if it's pmdd yeah but we are told you know in medical school that it's so rare <laughs> and you know it never happens and I'm it's not surprised you learned about this in medical yeah, school no, i didn't yeah no no i it was uh, it was just exam prep you oh, know when you're yeah. <laughs> mugging up the answers yeah. that you need but it just felt like no it's so rare how can i diagnose her with that um so i said i'm going to do some research on this and mm-hmm. that's where i found that it's really not so uncommon mm-hmm. it does happen all of the symptoms that she talked about were fitting because she did have some pms symptoms as well she did have mood swings she had breast tenderness um all of those things and i said okay now we diagnose her mm-hmm. what do we do with that yeah, how do exactly. we manage her it's not just please see a therapist yeah. because it's not ju- a lot of it is happening because of the hormones yeah. as we said pms happens because of hormonal changes in your body and your mm-hmm. body reacts to it in a different way in some cases mm-hmm. so basically even if she does see a therapist gets therapy it may not change what she's going through yeah. because a lot of what she's going through is not just in her head it's biological it's yeah. actually happening to her it's like if you say somebody has got bad rheumatoid arthritis and instead of treating the pain we just say do more exercises you know to limit the amount of pain you have without actually treating the pain we need to intervene pharmacologically we need to give medicines we need to give supplements whatever whatever is required so what what does one give in pmdd and again a quick note please don't self medicate please speak to your doctor it's different for everybody we just here to talk about what are the options available for people and also please don't self diagnose also yeah. um cuz a lot of times you know again sometimes i get patients that say i have pcos and you're just like no but you know can we look at your history can we look at yeah. your medical history let's look at your symptoms all of that so please don't self diagnose please yep. don't self medicate <laughs> but um so looking at treatment options for pmdd they lot of research now suggest a mix of oc pills mm-hmm. and antidepressants mm-hmm. is shown to be the most ideal way of managing pmdd i see however just oc pills is also a great way oc pills woohoo yeah i know <laughs> and or even sometimes just antidepressants but the latest research shows that if you combine them 
they actually have a much better response mm-hmm. in patients than just one of the above i love that and i feel like this is such an important conversation to have for people to be able to rephrase that oc pills are not bad and when i say oc pills uh, guys i just want to clarify that these are not the emergency contraceptive pills that you have 70 in within 72 hours of having unprotected sex these are the pills that you take over the month or whatever uh, however your regime is uh they're super super helpful they contain regular hormones in very very tiny doses that help our body function optimally and for some people they get side effects then we switch you and give you another kind and ocpillsarethebomb.com yeah really because um i called back the patient and we ran through what she's going through we ran through her management options and i said look i know there's this bad rep about you know oc pills but i have to tell you this this is what research says this yeah. is the best way of managing this for what you're going through i want you to try it <laughs> and, and did she? she did she's on them for the last year or year and a half now very happy Yay. with it she's doing very well oc pills woo yeah and she was on antidepressants as well when we started with her psychiatrist and yes i had to actually write a letter to the psychiatrist mm-hmm. to say that as her gynecologist i have diagnosed her with pmdd this is what she's going through and this is what we've put her on so you know in that way it helped the psychiatrist the therapist to also look at it in a more holistic way yeah. so i really love engaging uh you know other specialties yeah. where the need be because it really helps i mean just writing one letter for me was not a big thing but it'll help her treatment modality to really become something so useful um and that really helped her she tapered off the psychiatrist tapered off her antidepressant she's okay. just on the ocps now and she's doing really well and I, I'm sorry once again. Ozzy pills woohoo. For sure. And I've had a couple of patients since then who have been suffering from PMDD. Just mm-hmm. a couple. Again, it's not the most common thing, mm-hmm. but it is there. It is happening. It's relevant enough. It is relevant enough that me as a gynecologist as one gynecologist yeah. has already treated three patients with pmdd so you know it is a number that is something that we should look at so if you are going through this if any of this resonated with you please see your gynecologist <laughs> i'm so glad that you know we've had the we've been able to have the space to have this discussion and talk about it because these are topics I mean the way we learn gynecology in med school and I'm a very proud doctor I'm a very proud member of the fraternity I belong to but unfortunately the kind of pressure we work and operate under the only view of women's health we get is bachcha related pregnancy delivery bye bye khatam women's health care and there's there's no space for having these discussions on everyday life like PMS and PMDD and how impactful it can be and how much of how much it dictates the rest of your life what decisions you take what job you go into how able you are to maintain your life your relationships all of that so i'm so thankful that uh, you came here and you talked about this because you know 
this conversation and a lot of people have requested me to cover this in content and i just didn't know what to say because we just don't know enough yeah. and you know that's and i think what you said about the medical fraternity mm-hmm. medical school i think doesn't teach you a lot of soft skills yeah okay true. and i say this as again as you said a very proud doctor and med school teaches you a lot of what you need to know a lot of managing patients a lot of surgery all of that is there and everybody has the knowledge yeah. but the soft skills i think that is something that um you know we do need to we have to learn on the job absolutely okay and at the end of the day we're human you know we are true. all learning and, and it's a very difficult job i must say yeah it really is and you know i think we're ro- learning faster now because the world is opening up we are really being more empathetic because people are also more empathetic towards us i think it's a hard job because there is no time for empathy or sympathy there is no time to think all we're doing is seeing patients treating them saving lives sometimes losing patients and med school teaches you to not be affected by it and sometimes because of that we're just turned off emotionally because you can't let it get to you slightly mechanical you have to be yeah. a little bit mechanical you can't let otherwise, it get yeah. to you but i think we also now are starting to open up a little more to what we're going through us and also our patients and women at the end of the day and i think we also need to get over our biases of minimizing our own health or health in general or mental health all of those things so i think things are progressing <laughs> this is so optimistic and i i find it very interesting that these are two often very ignored topics menstrual health and mental health and this is just at like the, the if the venn diagram were to intersect at any point this is that little intersection and i'm so glad we were able to have this conversation thank you for being here thank you for telling us and sharing all of this with us and this has been splendid i'm so happy we did this and i'm also so proud of you so that's amazing but yeah and please read her book if you haven't it's so great <laughs> thank you thank you so much